Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello, everyone. This is Scott Rochelle, and this is the Bay Area Podcast here on the Bleed Podcast Network, the Bay Area's number one sports podcast network, the only place with a show for every team in the Bay Area and more. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're also available in your favorite directory, Spotify, Google Play, Citra Luminary, and TuneIn. You can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcast on Twitter. You can find me personally at Rochelle Radio on Twitter. On this week's show, we're going to be talking about the Golden State Warriors and their next few matchups over the week. But before we do all that, we're going to have a quick word from our sponsor. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back on the football field once again. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more props, odds, and contests, BetOnline continues to be the number one source for everything football-related. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use the promo code NFL100. BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Welcome back, everyone, to the Betting Barrier Podcast here with the Believe Podcast Network. Now, before we went on break, we previewed what we are doing for this week's show. Once again, talking about the Golden State Warriors and their next few matchups over the next week. But... We're going to start off with the recap of what happened last week. And overall, we did pretty well, and Golden State did not. So starting off with the Thursday game, we had them absolutely murdering Portland, which they did. They won that game by 37. Portland lost to Phoenix's backups last night by 30. That's probably the worst team in the entire league at this point with all the injuries that they have. Then they played against Dallas, and we were wrong on this one. This was the Sunday game. It looked really good. For about, I don't know, two and a half quarters, three quarters. Golden State was up double digits. They were cruising. And then Dallas went on a 26-1 to run in the fourth quarter. Golden State completely blew the entire game. And Dallas won that one by six. So we picked up a loss there. But then we said that Minnesota would beat Golden State at home. Or in Minnesota, I should say. And Minnesota won that game by 15. So overall... Warriors went 1-2, and two. we went 2-1 and one on the sides, so that's definitely nice, and look for another winning week here on Thursday. And for the show this week, we have three games once again. Uh, actually, no, I stand corrected, we have four games, uh, as opposed to the three we had last week. Starting off with the game tonight, between the Warriors and the Mavericks, taking place in Dallas at around 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. For this matchup, Dallas is a slight favorite, favored by about two points. Total in this one is about 220.5, and and Klay Thompson is expected to play in this game. He missed the last couple of games because of an illness. Now he's going to play, which definitely helps. But Golden State, the main issue we got to talk about, I know I mentioned it when I went through the grades for the first half of the season. Steph's shooting has still been extremely inconsistent. And the defense of that Draymond has been a mess at times. Giving up 129 to Minnesota is not exactly ideal. Minnesota, of course, has a bunch of talent. We know that Towns absolutely killed this team. Anthony Edwards was a bit quiet. D'Angelo was pretty good. But when Towns drops 39-9 and on your head, you're going to struggle. And that's exactly what happened. But 
to go through this matchup against Dallas, I have to look at a situation. Well, sorry, uh, Edwards also did not play for the record uh, in that Timberwolves win, but either way, Towns took over the game. Anyway, Golden State, I like them in the spot against Dallas here. I'm not going to overreact to what happened on Sunday because Golden State dominated about the first 34 minutes of that game, give or take, before falling apart down the stretch. And Dallas is now favored by about two. And the point is, let's just say Golden State does not choke away that game and Golden State wins by three. Golden State's favored in this game. So I do think it's an overreaction to what happened in the fourth quarter of the last meeting. Dallas is playing really well. They ended up beating the Lakers last game. The Lakers, we know, though, are not exactly good this season. Golden State's been a mess. I'm aware of that. But against Dallas this season, they have looked better, or they've looked like the better, the much better team more often than not. I just think the spread seems a bit too high. I think that Golden State should be closer to a pick in the spot. I'm going to take the Warriors, especially with Clay back in the lineup. I think they are live, and for the actual total, I am going to take the over in this game because of the fact that Clay, I think, will definitely help the offensive consistency. Uh, meanwhile, you're looking at what happened in that second half of that Mavericks-Warriors game. First of all, you had 61 points in the first quarter. Then the second quarter at 27. Third quarter had 54. And the fourth quarter had 46. So... I do think you'll see more points in this game. I expect to see Clay definitely have that impact to the Warriors offensively. So I think the Warriors actually have a decent shot to push 110 here. But I do think you'll end up seeing a bit of a higher scoring game. It's pretty interesting that the total in the last meeting was 217.5. The game ended up going under. And now this total opened up higher than it did in the previous game. It seems like they're trying to trap you with the under. I'm not going to fall for it. I'm going to take the over. But looking at the rest of the weekly schedule for Golden State, they have a couple of interesting matchups to keep an eye on for the rest of the week. Hopefully, they will fare better in those games than they did last week. But to actually pull up the schedule after win or lose the Mavericks game tonight, Golden State will have a matchup against the Lakers on Saturday at the Crypto.com Arena. And that is going to be a game where Golden State should be favored. Now, of course, we don't know what the lines are going to be because the lines aren't out yet. But the Lakers will definitely not be favored in this game. I can tell you that much. But I'm taking Golden State because I think the Lakers are an extremely overvalued team that, to be honest, is not very good at basketball. And LeBron, we know, might be the... Best player of all time, I don't think he is. I think he's probably second, but the point is, whether or not you think Jordan's better, he's top two, top three. That's not really a debate. So based on that, I do think that LeBron should play well because he has this season. However, even with his good performances, the supporting cast is awful, and they don't win many games because the Lakers are 27-34, and 34, so they're seven games under, even though LeBron's averaging 28.9 points per game and eight rebounds per game. So LeBron might have a great game here, and I don't really care because with Davis being out, this team is completely awful. You have Westbrook, who's been a mess this season. You have Malik Monk, who's okay. Austin Reeves, who's an undrafted guy who 
was hailed as a savior because he hit one shot against Dallas, but he was undrafted for a reason. It's because he's not very good. He's not atrocious, but he probably shouldn't be starting. You have Stanley Johnson as your power forward and LeBron at the center. You can argue Dwight Howard might play center for about 10, 15 minutes here and there, but that's pretty much your starting five at this point. I'm taking the Warriors. Just because with Clay back, with Curry, with these guys that Golden State has, I just think that they have a few too many weapons. And unless LeBron fully goes nuclear in this game, I'm not expecting much from Westbrook. I'm not expecting much from the supporting cast. Give me the Warriors at home to get the uh, on the road, sorry, to get the job done there. And I'll take the under. I think you'll see a lower scoring game with the Warriors defense clamping down. You're still not sure when Draymond's supposed to come back. He's been limited in practice. I'm assuming sometime next week. Maybe he comes back for a primetime game against the Lakers. We'll see. But keep that in mind. Now, looking at the Monday game, they travel to Denver. And for this matchup, we know that Golden State was pretty much dominating the entire game against Denver the last meeting. Then they choked it in the fourth quarter. Monty Morris hit that buzzer beater three-pointer for the win. And now they're traveling to Denver. And for this matchup, uh, it's really tough to make predictions for the following week because I really don't know when Draymond's going to come back. But Jokic is such a matchup problem for this team. It's actually insane. Jokic, whenever he plays against Golden State, just walks in to a boatload of points and rebounds. And I really am not sure how Golden State is supposed to stop him. Then again, Denver's been a bit of a psycho team because they lost at home to Oklahoma City last night. So Denver's a team that has been injured all year long. Jokic is still playing at an MVP level. He's not going to win the award at this point, but he's still playing at a level that's good enough to win MVP most years. But do I think Golden State's actually going to turn it around in the upcoming week with Clay back in the lineup? And they've lost four or five. Curry's three-pointers are still a relative mess. Kerr's rotations have been a disaster, to be honest. But I am going to go with... Yeah, I'm going to go with Denver here. I want to make a case for Golden State, and don't get me wrong, they could end up winning this game. But Denver is still very solid at home. We know about the altitude advantage. We know Jokic is a matchup nightmare for pretty much any opposing team, especially Golden State, because Looney can't guard him. And then when you try to go small, you try anything, Jokic is just going to really just eat. So I don't exactly expect Golden State to have many answers. But Denver's 2-0 against Golden State this season. That's good enough for me. I think Denver wins the very close game, but gets the job done. And I also like the under in that game. I think you'll see a lower scoring game. And that's going to take us to the final game to break down for the upcoming week. And it's going to be a home game against the Clippers. And the Clippers have been a team that on paper should be nowhere near a playoff spot. And yet, the Clippers with Ty Lue have really done a great job because they are in position for a play-in spot. It's where they are going to be. I don't expect them to finish in the 6th spot. I don't think they're going to finish in the 12 or the 11. They'll be somewhere in the play, in the play-in game. And they've been playing pretty well lately. Uh, they ended up beating Houston by double digits in the last game. They have been a very fundamentally sound team. Once again, talent-wise, with no Kawhi and no Paul George for most of the season, they have really been grasping at straws in terms of offense, and yet they've still found a way to actually win games. But it's going to be in... The Crypto.com Arena, once again, or sorry, it's going to be in 
the Chase Center. Sorry about that. But looking at the actual season matchups here, the Clippers have hung around. And Golden State won the first meeting by two, won the second meeting by 15. And then you had the most recent meeting where the Clippers really just took them behind the woodshed and won by 15. But the Clippers have won four in a row. Of course, there's going to be a couple of games for the Clippers and the Warriors leading up to this matchup. But I feel like Golden State's going to be favored in this spot by, I'm going to guess, around seven, give or take, solely based on talent. And I think it's too many points. I'm going to go with the Clippers. And it might just be because I really like what Ty Lue's done, and I really like how the Clippers have been playing just good basketball for the majority of the season. Because this team on paper should not be two games over 500. And the fact that this team is 33-31 and 31 makes me believe that they are still undervalued. Golden State, I think, will win the game. But the Clippers are a team that really don't go quietly, and they never roll over. So I do think Golden State might open up a lead, and then maybe you might see some fourth-quarter shenanigans once again. But the Clippers have really thrived in the underdog role this season. I think they'll thrive once again. I'm going to take the Clippers to get the job done, plus the points on the 8th. But either way, to recap my thoughts once again for the Warriors games for the upcoming week, starting off with the Mavericks game on Thursday night, I like the Warriors plus two, and I like the over. Then looking at the Lakers, I like the Warriors to get the job done on the road and the under. And then I like Denver to get the job done on Monday, the under in that game as well. And the Clippers to get the job done getting points against Golden State as well as the under. But that's been this episode of the Bed and Barrier podcast here for Thursday, March 3rd. Bye, everyone. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.